If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. So that Juji Mufu, great guy. Yes. Love him. Yeah. You know, I was already, uh, I knew before, because I'd kind of done my homework on him. I've been following, I've actually been following him since the very beginning. Since mm-hmm. he had like 20,000 followers. Yeah, we got him. He's got I, half a million followers now. On yeah, we got featured. I know. I'm so jealous. We got we got <laughs> featured on like a, I don't remember what it was, like a Shredded Academy or some page like that had featured. And I was just going back on there to see, I, I was tagged because I was on it and I, and I seen his his video and I clicked and I started watching it and I thought, uh, oh, okay, this is fucking cool, dude. You don't see a lot of 240 pound dudes doing fucking aerial kicks, backflips, and then deadlifting 600 pounds and shit. Yeah. I was impressed right away. And then I picked up really early that, you know, he was smart. He knew what he was doing. He's well, doing it purpose with like with purpose, you know, everything like he does, like he's really meticulous about how he presents it. And that's really what, you know, was fascinating to me. So if you don't know who this guy is, uh, Juji Mufu, if you don't recognize the name, you'll definitely recognize who he is once. Once I tell you this part, he should the probably guy, spell his juju. Juju Juju Mufu is J U J I M U F U. Now he's the guy whose video went viral. He was the one doing the splits on the chairs, so one chair underneath underneath each foot, and he was holding a heavy barbell above his head and screaming. And that video went viral. And uh, Taco Bell picked it up. Taco they, Bell picked it up. But he's he's actually a remarkable individual. Um, incredible dexterity, flexibility, and strength. He's got this weird combination of things. Mm-hmm. He's a 240 pound, you know, maybe six foot uh, tall dude. Very strong. Who can do backflips and spin kicks and all these different you know moves and stuff, and I was uh, I was a little bit I wasn't shocked because uh, I think to do that kind of stuff and to do this the social media stuff you're you, you're you've got to be pretty intelligent, but when he sat down, he's a very intelligent guy, very humble, intelligent uh, person. It was it was we had a, a blast talking to him. Um, so and you can find him on Instagram at Jujimufu, and you could check check out his website called Acrobolix. That's A C R O B O L I X. Dot com and you, where you can see him do some of the stuff. Um, but what you're about to listen to is our in- interview uh, with uh, Mr. Juji Mufu. Make sure I'm a little bit louder than Sal. You know how I like yeah, to do. Dude, just so yeah. sensitive, you can hear me drinking. Listen, shut up. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you, when we first start... This guy so, fucking eats and yeah. pisses He always off. does that shit. I'm the biggest asshole at all of us, for sure. And Doug is like this... Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for you to fuck this with guy. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doug yeah. is like Mr. Sound Guy, which I'm sure you picked up on already because he was just like, do you know anything about these mics right here? <laughs> and he asked every guest. I feel like, I'm like, dude, why do you have to put every guest on the spot like that? Like, uh, uh, no, is there, is there, at a 45 is there degree. Be, is there going to be a, a test afterwards? Is that yeah. what? Is there, do I need to do I need to admit that I haven't gone to school on this mic? This exactly. mic or what? Because yeah. I don't know what the fuck anything about these things either. Just yeah, you, you put your mouth closer to them, then you sound louder. You mm. you fucking move away. It's not so loud. We so. just go. Yeah, what what, what, what size roll. shirt do we give them there? Is the that right an XL? Two yeah. X. A two X. Huh. Yeah, you're you're all the way out. We only carry like three of those in stock. You're kind of like a bison. You're pretty big, dude. Bison. Yeah. You got you. I'm assuming I don't know a whole lot about your background and know a lot about your social media and how you went did you were you is it a martial arts background that you had or acrobat background or it's martial arts i had i had a i started doing taekwondo when i was 14 got it and then i got into acrobatics when i was 16 when i or 15 when i (laughs) found videos online so it was martial arts then acrobats and then when did you get into 
Like lifting weights. Well, I was actually had a gym membership when I was younger. Uh, my parents had me like daycare across the street from my high school as a gym. So they're like, stay there until we pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I was just dicking around. I didn't know what I was doing. About uh-huh. two years later, man, I was like 17. I started like, wait, there's deadlifts and squats. <laughs> and <laughs> that, then that life stuff changed. might work. Yeah, yeah. My life changed. I started like lifting. I started want, wanting to get really strong on those. So when, how did you go? Uh, when that's was the so, mo- that's so almost magical that happens at 17 years old, you know, that you put that together. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, very few 17 year old boys are smart enough to know the importance of deadlifting and squatting right. and for that to happen. Yeah. I was just going to ask you like, who taught you that? Cause mo- I remember when I was 17, nobody squatted and deadlifted. It was like that the cage was, was full of dust. Everybody's curling. Everybody's doing cable yeah. crossovers and concentration curls. Like who taught you that? Or- I, I think I just stumbled upon some blogs online. Luckily I can't, you know, right. right. And it was just like these people are telling me that this is the stuff that's going to make me strong i wanted to get strong so i can do my acrobatic stuff better right right Mm. i didn't care about building a physique at that point Uh. in fact i'd never had really any upper body day until i was like in my mid-20s you're kidding me no i'm not (laughs) my my upper body was completely out of proportion with my legs and my butt and everything (laughs) so so yeah i was just obsessed with getting and you're one of those guys that just builds muscle Easy, I'm assuming that. No, I stay lean really easily. Okay. That's why it's easier for me to have uh, a lower body fat at the higher muscle. Because uh-huh. that, I'm actually more of like an ectomorph than Really? I, yeah. There's hope for me. <laughs> so so when, how did all, how did your whole like social media I, thing I was go connected viral? to, you don't know this, but I was I was watching you back when you probably had, I think, 20,000. Holy yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I, thank you. Give me five. Yeah. I, well, I think you were <laughs> featured on a similar page as I was. We were both featured on like one of those shredded pages or some shit, or I don't remember what it was. But so it was, I, it was a gay porn thing. I, no, I had just kind of, <laughs> I had just kind of came across you, and then I instantly started following, and I was very fascinated. So, and I and I, mean, I want to ask you this because. I started social media purely for a biz- for business reasons. I uh, I was not. It's kind of uh, 35, so I'm, you know, Instagram was something I had to learn. You know, it's like to, I think anybody who's in their early 20s or before I feel like it just comes natural to someone like that. Where I kind of started watching, and I was like, oh wow, dude, there's there's business here. There's a, there's a there's a possibility for me actually to to expand my business through this this platform. So I was always intrigued, especially when I saw someone like you that I was well, I was noticing you getting attention very fast. So I was watching that, and I was curious that. You know, when you got into it, was it fun for you, or did you have that mindset right away that I'm, I'm building this? I'm building this. Okay. Mm. I just didn't really. I figured that. I mm-hmm. didn't know what I know now when I was building it to begin with, and I just I learned by experience. So, you say most people in their 20s kind of get this? Yeah. I disagree. They don't know what they're doing. They're taking pictures of their food and taking the same angle of them squatting with the same weight that's in pounds, not for kilograms. It's like, you got European followers too, dude. Put it in both weights so people can, oh, that's an you know what I mean? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Like, think about people who are international, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. They just do the same thing. And it's like, I posted a video. I started posting things um, that started to do really well. I used the analytics. It's like, this post I just did had 10 times the amount of comments and likes and well, now you have views as mm-hmm. another uh, thing on in- Instagram. I was like, I'm going to do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do more of that because that's working. And most people don't do that. They're like, they'll do something that does really well and they'll go right back to the crap that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so I started like, okay, I'm going to do more of that. And I just did it again and again. And then I did a viral video and I went from 
3,000 followers one night to 33,000 followers in a day. In one day? Yeah, in one What day. video was it? It was the chair split one. It was I had the chair a, holding the barbell. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, then yeah, that was it. That was the start of it. That Which was. we saw that on a, on a commercial, right? That got picked up? <laughs> yeah, it did. So what happens is um, you create viral content. The, there's a certain there's a certain way videos can be that'll make them viral. And if you create these, licensing companies will purchase them from you, give you a split of the revenue, and then they'll redistribute it to networks that you don't have access to. So, for example, uh, my licensing company is called Jukin Media, and they buy my clips from me. Um, they give me a very good split. Uh, I get the majority of the income from it, and they'll be able to sell it to a company like Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Now, if I approach Taco Bell and be like, hey, put my chair hey, split video. Hey, man. Hey, man, put Check my chair cool split video. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, what? You know, yeah. but they'll go to junk and be like, what do you have? I'm shopping for videos. They're like, well, check out John Call. He's got lots of good videos and check out this chair split one. And oh, wow. Shit. That's how that works. So how, they, did, how did you have the insight to, to create that? They contacted me to want to buy the licensing for the video. Ah. And then I sold it to them. And then they love me. I have a very good relationship with me. And the, the moment I'll post something that's good, they'll contact me the next day and be like, you ready for this? And another oh, contract. Shit, really? And they have a whole library of my clips. And so they're always like moving all my clips in all these places. It's like you wake up one day and someone be like, you're on Tosh.0, you know, Tosh Zero. Oh, you're man. on a National Geographic. Mm-hmm. I took a snapshot of your video. It's in Japanese. It's airing in Japan. I'm like, that's crazy. I don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> you <have no laughs> like, idea. a screenshot of me on a, on a Japanese television with a thumbnail of a Japanese guy laughing over here with big cartoon Japanese letters. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> they're seeing it over there. That's you know? crazy. So yeah, uh, but see, they're not going to buy something that's not going to be viral. There's a certain way a video will become that they want to share. I see. So is that when you're because a, a lot of your flavor, your brand, when you look at your social media, is a lot of this super high energy kind of crazy stuff and it obviously it combines your, a lot of your talents is that how it started with the chair split is that when you're like oh this is what i'm this is going to be my flavor this is what i'm gonna do or have you always been i've always been that way but okay. I, i've never been able to i don't know it's just it's funny listening to you talk because you sound <laughs> you sound so, so I, knew that, I knew that was going to happen though. so That's reserved and so measured yeah. and business minded yeah but then when yeah. you i watch you what was that show you were just on on tv uh i can't believe it just america's got talent america's got talent. Yeah, yeah. like you came out you you came out and like it just like exploded all over the stage and went nuts and so you expect you to get on the mic and sound like a wwe wrestler you know what i mean <laughs> but you're like yes my name is you know it reminds me of that dave Chappelle episode where he was doing uh what's his name where he's like yeah what's his name uh, uh uh, little John, little oh, John. Yeah. but then all of a sudden be like, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden he talk what? and be like, so yes, I'll be uh, going over here to like all of a sudden it's real <laughs> yeah. calm demeanor. But uh, I hope I'm not disappointing. No, you. not no. at all. It's not. It's not a character, a persona I'm portraying. I'm really a freaking lunatic. That's, <laughs> that's really what I am. I am. I'm not like that's not an act. I'm sure. really that way. It's just there's a certain time when. You sit down and you have a conversation. Of course, with yeah. And there's a certain time where it's just like you let, can't be like that all the time, right? Freaking throw furniture at the wall. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think I, I don't think I would like you <laughs> if you were just full on like because yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with you uh, like that. And I would think too, there has to be a part of you that probably enjoys both sides. I'm, uh, I think people always find it fascinating when they get to hang out with me outside of uh, work because I'm kind of more 
relaxed and quiet because that's I'm not working when I'm on radio or I'm doing something in front of a group of 30 50 people like I'm on you know I'm on yeah, I'm yeah. on all the time and sometimes and this is why this is very therapeutic for us is because it's it's not I don't feel like I have to be on I can relax we can talk and it's it's nice and people always think like dude you're so crazy out out there so you're just like me times a hundred though <laughs> so I'm not even on that level so I can I can relate though I feel like it's probably feels nice to probably fucking settle down a little it, bit it's an inc- well, yeah <laughs> so you have an incredible amount of energy uh have you always been that way just 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 hyper uh it's not like add or adhd <laughs> I mean, i'm not i know i'm actually really focused you know yeah. but i'm just high energy yeah i just well, uh, it's it's just like yeah let's do it <laughs> that's excellent you're now now you you did taekwondo for years you did acrobatics mm-hmm. then you started lifting weights you're a big dude uh, you carry a lot of muscle i mean you look like an amateur bodybuilder almost yeah. um yeah. how much do you weigh uh two um, between two thirty-five and two forty. Yeah, so you're a big dude. Did you notice any changes uh, or maybe any detriment? Because there's that, you know, everybody talks about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like fucking hard to jump in the air when you're like. <laughs> yeah. We don't see young. big guys like you doing these things. Yeah. By yeah. the way. Yeah. I think that's probably why it gets so much attention. Is oh, a hundred percent. That's what. So that's probably the most fascinating or impressive thing f- physically about you is that it's not just that you're doing all these crazy moves. It's that you're fucking a big buff dude doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like we just they're they're contradicting, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's one. Or the other normally for somebody, yeah. so it's very rare to see. You that. must piss off a lot of the acrobats, right? They're like, God, you're so huge. No, and you're no. Doing actually, the same actually, stuff. actually, I don't. Um, most of the acrobats, they, they love me. They, 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 they're just really good. It's the bodybuilders I piss off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, I knew it was gonna be some group. They're, they're, yeah, no, yeah. they're all like hard. Yeah. What's this Goofball. What are you doing that what stupid you, stuff? Don't yeah. smile, you yeah. know. I can totally see that because their product line's not legit. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be not be smiling. You gotta be alpha. You know? <laughs> yeah, bodybuilders so are like the most. I swear to God, Fuck, the, man, the, 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 right? God, it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. see, because now you're entering into the world that we've all kind of. I mean, Adam competed in it. We've been in fitness and. Bodybuilding is kind of connected to fitness very strongly because of the ones that introduced resistance training and you know and the supplements and stuff like that. And you go to these conventions and stuff, you're like, come on, guys, lighten up! Like, don't get your feelings so fucking hurt just because somebody's so you know different than you. And you don't have to walk around like you're. Yeah, talk about that experience. I would love to hear uh, your experience from doing what you do to now mainstream now and having to intermingle with bodybuilders, other people. What what do you see when you look at the fitness industry and everything you're you're in right now? What do you see? Oh man, um, a lot, <laughs> a lot. You know, I I go to these fitness expos and I love the fans and the people that pass through and I like working with a lot of the exhibitors and stuff. Um, a lot of the celebrity athletes, I feel like sometimes when they're taking themselves too seriously, they're like, it's a sacrifice, it's a grind. You know, yeah. Wake up at three thirty a.m. every morning and live your dreams. I hate that crap, dude. Passes <laughs> off so much. And it's only a select few that yeah. are getting so much attention like that. And I think that's kind of giving the whole fitness industry that kind of feel like that taking it too seriously. Whereas most of the people that walk the expo halls are really good people. They're they're just, you know, normal guys or normal families who are just having fun. They're in great shape and they just they want they want to see more people just kind of lighten up and have fun. And that's I think one of the things that's helped me explode so quick is because they're like this guy's just having fun Mm -hmm. why can't everyone just have fun and just kind of be light and you know have that kind of attitude so i think most people respond well to it because that's the way they really are and there's a select few who are kind of making it 
you know, seem like it's something it's not. Is, Absolutely does that true. Sound right? Oh, uh, I, I'm glad you said that because it's one of the biggest issues. I I call out stuff, and it's been a while since I've done this on my Instagram, but I'll talk about you know the beast mode, grind every day, yeah, the yeah. you know no days off, yeah, like, yeah, rest day. How do I work my rest muscle, and where and, is it? And, and it's like it, it <laughs> turns rest muscle. So what, what part of what inspired me also with all this was when I went through competing. And I did all my own my own prep, my own shows, stuff like that. And it was because I wanted to I wanted to learn, I wanted to watch as I went through this. And as I climbed the ranks, I I was so fascinated with these guys all. And, and these are the guys that are on magazines and everybody's looking up to and waiting in lines to meet. And these motherfuckers do not understand health and fitness. They understand they know how to have this crazy discipline if they have some coach tell them to do this, do that, do that, and they make all these crazy sacrifices. But when I hear what they're doing, I'm like cardio for two hours a day plus weight training seven what the fuck are you doing tilapia and asparagus only like uh, yeah, yeah. you don't have to live like this like just because just to look like that you don't have to do that yeah. don't let these idiots fool you on that like life doesn't have to be like shouldn't be that way but it's it's turned in almost to a competitiveness of who can who can make more sacrifice and who uh, can be more miserable you know, i never thought about that way. yes <laughs> it is it's turned into like i never thought about it that way it is it's like oh oh you went 14 days of oh i done 30 days like that like oh i'm doing three hours of cardio you know like i never even thought about that way it's yes, totally you're that. right it's totally that way yeah that's why i'm glad you said that because that's a, it's a it's one of my things it has become you're... a contest yes <laughs> it's a, yeah yeah it's and and i love and that's another thing that uh i was gonna say attracted to you but I don't want to make you feel all He's weird. attracted to you. Yeah, that's one of the things that hey, attracted me. close enough to hold yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this, the golden locks. Yeah, no, this is what attracted yeah. me to your page because I, I, I love, I love real. I love people that are authentic. I love people that are being them and like, and can 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 show health and fitness and mm -hmm. and and be that way without turning it into this sacrifice thing. Like it's like your life is. It's like who wants that? It sounds yeah, to, it's just a grind. Because what it shows those people that you're talking about that walk around those the uh, those conventions is because they are those are good normal people and when they, they they meet these people and they think like i'll never be that because i i'm not willing to make all that sacrifice and to go through well, all that even and, the opposite and they just they admire them but then they, they don't think they could ever do well that. there's even the other side of it what if they what if because we've seen this a lot of times you get these kids or they who think like, they gotta go through i want to be like think, that they think they gotta buy their products to be like that yes, yes. Yeah. and it's false or we see metabolic damage from people who've done some of these crazy you know, diets for super long or overtrained, you know, syndrome. And, you know, I'll get these kids that'll come to me and they'll show me their routines. And I'm like, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to work out half as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do that half as much. Next yeah. thing you know, the guy, you know, the kid puts on 10 pounds of muscle. Yeah. You know, just from cutting down that workload because he was following, you know, so-and-so's, you know, ridiculous. Uh, type so I, I want to get, I, we kind of grazed over the bit. I want, I really, um, I like to give people on this show, and one of the things we do is we 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 openly discuss like you know how this was a business, how we saw a need for the market, and I, there's we have a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people that want to learn that side. So, and I, and I that's what that is what initially attracted me. I knew what you were doing, I could see what you were doing, and um, and there's not a lot like you said, there isn't a lot of twenty year olds that are are doing it right business wise. Like they know how to use the functions, the new filters, the new cool shit, yeah. but none of them know how to turn it. In. Like you got people with a hundred thousand, a million followers and they're not converting it into dollars any way whatsoever. It's just them half naked in a, in a bathroom or something. It's like, dude, what is this all for? You know, what are you really doing? <laughs> so I knew that you weren't someone like that. So kind of share more like, uh, what, what turned you on that direction? And are you a, a one man team or do you have people helping you or what's that whole journey been like for you? Well, I mean, I'm a one man team, but you know, of course there's always people 
you, for me, getting into this business and making it more of a business thing, I feel like the word business is more like a keyword just for like making friends. So mm. all the people I, I do business with relationships feel like a relationship. I won't I won't work with someone who I don't like. You know, it's just like okay, this person can help me. I don't like them. Well, go. You know, just pass on this person. Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be an uncomfortable experience. So most of my, you know, business work with this is networking. It's just been like it felt like me just contacting my group of friends through Facebook Messenger or email and whatever and just building things together, you know, seeing what we can come up with. What did you do for a living before? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you do this full-time now. You're so busy. Actually, I don't. You're uh, kidding me. No, really? no, no. Get uh, the fuck out of here. No, no, no. I have a day job, you know. No shit. I had no idea. Okay, I'm technically at work right now. <laughs> I am. I, I work from home every other week. Oh, okay. And so I'm here right now. So when I check my phone in a bit, I might have some work emails. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. And I got to take care of. Now, yeah. is, it, is it not really? You're talking about... Uh, a day job that's it's not related? unrelated. It's a biotech job. Oh, wow. And, oh, shit. And it's like, I'm making definitely as much money doing the fitness stuff mm -hmm. as I am doing that now, but when it doubled my income, <laughs> it's kind of like... It's hard know, to give it up. Yeah. It's kind of like, I really don't have to worry about debt right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or like, the bill, or hey, I can buy this barbell if I want, you know, mm -hmm. or I can, you know, it's, just, it's been nice. And the job hasn't really gotten in the way of what I'm doing, obviously. You guys didn't even know I had a job. No, I had no, no, I had no idea. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I, thought, I, thought awesome. I thought you would have stopped it by now. Wow, fantastic. No, I'm just organized. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Hard working. You, no, yes. How many hours do you work a week? At my job? Or both, uh, everything. Uh, shit. I mean, I, every day I get up, I'm, you know, it's, I don't really... I mean, it's work is play for me. So, like, yeah. you know, working with some sort of label I'm doing for a new product or getting design concepts for this or editing a video or uh, coming up with ideas for something for someone or scheduling things for mm -hmm. me to come, like, you know, working with you guys, yeah. work emails. That's that's just fun. You know, it's not like work. I mean, what would be something that's like I don't like doing it? Let me think here. Um Sometimes I don't like meal prepping. That gets old. Yeah. You know? Well, you seem like the kind of person that, um, I mean, you're passion driven. So yeah. it, it doesn't make sense that you would do something you didn't like, uh, you know, for work. Um, but Do you uh, have specific people, uh, either, you know, iconic or even just relationships in, in, in your life that you, that, um, that inspire you or that you look up to and that, that's, I mean. Yeah. Um, you know what? I get, I get the questions like, who's your, f you know, who's your inspiration or whatever. I'm like, well. I guess the only person I I would say is like someone I'd really like more than anything model my behavior after, mm -hmm. or just like someone's like that guy knew what he was doing. He's Jack Lane. Oh yeah, I love Jack. He's my idol. Yeah, Absolutely, he's, yeah. he's killed. His energy is just like oh my god. You know, he's just raw animal. You know, uh, do uh, do you know a lot about it? Some of the stuff he did, you know feats of yeah, strength. Yeah, I do. I learned about him. Uh, some of those feats of. I don't know what you call them, feats of strength or performance. Uh, when you just I was do crazy kid. random shit, like pull a tugboat, like fucking yeah, a mile. On, his, on yeah. his 70, I believe it was his 70th birthday, he pulled, I think it was seven like little boats with yeah. 10 people in them. So 70 people from Alcatraz to shore with his hands and feet shackled at the age of 70 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, ridiculous so, so, shit. Yeah. You know, set the world record in push-ups and pull-ups like 50 years old. So just, <laughs> just inhuman kind of shit. Yeah, he was just... He looked amazing all his life. He yeah. was obsessed with eating right and taking care of the body. And he didn't do it in a way where it was like, you know, like we're talking about sacrifice and the grind. Right. He, he did it in a way where it was just like, everyone should do this because you'll feel amazing and your life is going to be changed. It was almost as if it was like a, some sort of health and fitness gospel to him. Mm -hmm. Just like, this is, mm -hmm. life is awesome. Let's do it this way and, you know, enjoy it. And, and it's going to be really good if you take care of your body and eat right and, you know. 
do you, he's like the Socrates of fitness for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you place uh, health and wellness above performance or the other way around, or do you consider them equal? I, I, equal. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. If you don't take care of your body with boring stuff like eating your grains, and I eat a lot of vegetables. I, ju- I have a juicer where I'll juice fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Not very many fruits, more like vegetables. A lot of vegetables, carrots, kale, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, take curcumin you know uh greens extracts that stuff if i don't do that i'll feel it in a few days you know mm. what i mean especially with the type of stuff you do probably with yeah. your workouts and stuff yeah yeah all explosive stuff at my size it hurts your joints yeah. and stuff and mm-hmm. inf- inflammation and you feel every little thing you know you're also incredibly strong at the traditional barbell lifts i went through your instagram and i saw you deadlifting some pretty ridiculous weights what's your best um let's see Recently, I don't have enough weight in my apartment <laughs> to really <laughs> test, and I don't know. I, gyms are kind of like I don't know. Okay, so my best, the best I've ever pulled in deadlift was six thirty five. Wow. Conventional, no belt, no strap, no no suit, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, my squat's kind of weak. It's probably around the mid five hundreds with with nothing. That's pretty. Um, Such that's pretty. Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, more that's well, more than it's well, ever said on my yeah, fucking back. I'm, I'm freaking two hundred forty pounds. I mean, yeah. body weight ratio wise, it's like that sucks. You know, yeah. another two hundred forty pound powerlifter will just like completely just obliterate me. Yeah, yeah that's but, fine because yeah, I can black flip. You know, well, exactly. It's fine. I'm okay. I'm playing a different game. It's cool, but. I have a lot of respect for them, you know, yeah. and that's why I'm not going to be I, like, oh, I can do this much. It's it like, would actually be extremely fascinating to see someone like you who, if you just completely stopped that and you were just driven for powerlifting. I mean, I yeah. couldn't imagine, right? Yeah. I mean, because you have to, I, I would, you have to do some sort of mobility work or drills to keep yourself that flexible and mobile while you're still doing. Yeah, I was going to ask right? how you balance that, you know, yeah, with I, lifting heavy and then also like, you know, maintaining mobility. Just you have for books on health. it, don't you? Don't you yeah. have guides? Or I thought I was going through your website and you had like, is this what you do like for courses? You teach yeah. other people how to basically build a physique and be able to do. I have a website with a lot of free information. It's acrobolics.com. Okay. okay. And I am writing a bunch of eBooks and one of them is almost done. It took me almost two years to write it. I don't know. It took me two years to get it out of my head the way I want. I'm a perfectionist with that. So my eBook is coming out in about a month. It's on flexibility training. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. It's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> how much, how much time do you spend on uh, flexibility training per week versus resistance training? Um, well, see, here's the thing. Um, if I squat ass to grass, isn't that a good stretch? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, and if I'm pulling sumo deadlift with as wide a stance as I can, and I'm all the way at the bottom, mm-hmm. isn't that like stretching my groin pretty good? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I'm doing a really wide powerlifting squat, you know, like really wide, and you look at it, it looks like a martial arts sitting stance with a hell of a lot of weight on your back. Flexibility and mobility is a lot about strength and, and uh, coordination. It's control. Right. You want control in, in range of Through motion. Full range of motion. Yeah. And so uh, you're asking me, like, how much time do I spend working on a mobility where a lot of it just crosses over where it's mixed. So it's not like I'm, like, this much stretching, uh, this much lifting, uh, this much cardio. There's, it's all integrated. So there's there's... You know, all those things are kind of built into one another. Fantastic. That's what I was reaching for. I'm so glad you shared that because that's like the perfect answer. It is the yeah. perfect answer. It's the and it's uh, we talk a lot about uh, performing the squat and deadlift through full range of motion yeah. and the importance of and a lot of people. I feel especially as they age, totally neglect those movements because they can't because they're, they're mechanically can't do it anymore and or then they and so they don't address that to get back to that right. and if they only knew like if you could just squat and deadlift through full range of yes, motion yes yes how much better your entire life how much more you would, yeah. you know, how much better you would move doing everything yeah so yeah man you don't have to you wouldn't have to spend all this time doing stretching all day long yeah. and trying to fix these issues if you just learn to do that so i'm glad you said that it's such do a great you, point do you have any background in, in like fitness education or was it uh, the 
the martial arts was a like I'm sure you had, you had a, did you achieve black belt level at the mm-hmm. tech yeah. okay mm-hmm. uh, any any background in fitness education no um, most of it's just self educated by mm-hmm. reading I mean think about it am I going to get a degree in fitness education by listening to your podcast mm, no no but I'm going to learn a hell of a lot absolutely yeah. <laughs> you're, you're going to learn a lot <laughs> more and so, and so, yeah yeah you're going to learn a lot more so but I, I can't be like oh I'm a you know I got this and this and this and this well you know no I don't yeah. but I freaking like absorb this information for 15 years yeah. so, you know reading blogs um, watching videos and stuff and you know just going down the rabbit hole of Google just trying to figure this stuff out and my own experience because I've been doing this for 16 years so let me ask you this uh, you, you seem like you you're definitely an intellect uh, this is where we all um, where do you see uh, fitness and education like that so I I believe that the the future of education is going to be a lot like TED talks and podcasts and information like that it's just a it's an easier decentralization w- it's a decentralization of information yeah that's a it's a big I believe that's uh, I mean that's how a, a lot of what most of what we talk about uh, no one in here well Justin has his degree Sal and I don't have our degree uh, we didn't, I didn't, I was going through Kinesis and I didn't finish. I fell into work and never looked back. And along the way, got a ton of certifications, which none of them I carry still. Uh, wow. and most everything that uh, all of us have learned is, is pretty much self-taught and it's through channels like this. People don't realize how much good information is out there. You just got to know where to look for it, Yeah, you know, yeah. which is kind of what mind pump is about, which is kind of like why we, why we wanted to bring someone like you on it. Like, you know, I'm excited for you to, to really dive into the show and the relationship that you have with Chimera. Now I'm sure we're going to end up seeing each other a lot. So, uh, you'll, you'll enjoy what, what we're working on doing because we want to be a a channel for that. We're not saying that we know everything with fitness, but we want to be able to help and direct people. We want to cut a lot of the red tape out, you know, and like get right to the point of what matters and you know, how to, how to do this thing, you know, properly. So, yeah. By the way, speaking of Camara, I tried your dark roast. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Dude, yeah. I, haven't Very good. Good. I haven't got the, haven't got the dark roast. Yeah. They sold out. Yes, they're sold out right they now. They sold out. Good, good job, man. No, yeah. could you slow down a little bit? <laughs> yeah. So, what's the difference between the dark? It's just just different beans, or is it just roasted differently? It it's, tastes. It's roasted. It's roasted darker. Okay. So the Camara is slightly on the light side of a medium roast, and mine's slightly on the dark side of a medium roast. And for me, you know. That makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. So that's why it tastes the way. Yeah, it I is. like your videos where you like pour the grounds and like your face. There's one I think you have like, like a horse head on. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the few times I wash my hair a month. Yeah. <laughs> so how did that relationship start? I really like the boys. By the way, yeah, uh, yeah. you said something earlier about how you won't do business with anybody that you yes. don't like. This is us. So we, yep. um, you know, it took about a year. Once we had a year on our belt of podcasting, that's when we broke into uh, you know the millions of downloads. And at that point, we started getting all kinds of people that wanted to do sponsorship this and that and we've turned down them all the the actually chimera was the first one that we took and we were sold on them you know we really like uh the boys we like uh the direction of the business um so share me share a little bit with them and and how that all happened and your guys relationship well i was one of the first people they scouted they contacted me very early right after my first viral video so they contacted me a over a year ago. It was mm-hmm. pretty soon after things started working. I was like, wow, this is cool. One of the first few opportunities that come through my door. Now I get emails every day from people wanting to send me oh, free bars of soap. So I'll <laughs> post, make a post about their soap. I'm like, oh, come on now. You know? <laughs> but they, they contacted me. And so I got, well, I can, for the listeners, I have two rules I follow when I'm thinking about working with a group or whether I want to, you know. So for Camara, it's like coffee. Hell yeah. Okay. Of course. I'm a coffee drinker. I look at their product. And it's like, well, the new tropics are putting in it. Three out of four of those actually use myself already. Okay. So I already know that those are legit. Um, the logo looks cool. 
<laughs> and you know, you start to get to talking with them. I like these people. So it has to be some it has to be a product you actually like. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a group you actually like, people you actually like to work with. If you don't have both of those, don't work with a group. Don't take a sponsorship. Don't don't work with them. Be, you just don't. So yeah. it has to be both. And that's really hard to do. And I got lucky that they were one of the first people to contact me because now it's like, man, that's really rare to find you know, both. And it just happened that happened soon. So. Well, I think uh, what you're saying is great advice to because we have a lot of listeners who are in fitness who are trying to build their their brands and use social media and personal trainers that want to build their brands. And a lot of them dream about having a sponsor. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of just signing on with one that they maybe don't believe in, um, which will hurt them in the long term. I think if you fall, if you do something you believe in and work with people you like, you're looking at long-term success. You're not just looking at short-term because it is tough. It's tough turning down offers. Like, you get a ton of them now, right? So someone's yeah. like, here, I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give you five grand to mention my, you know, whatever, shampoo. And you're like... I don't really like your shampoo. It smells like bubble gum. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think that's uh, that's really really good advice. So, um, you have a family. Uh, I have a wife. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the ring on your finger. Oh, thank you. Very nice. Yeah. How long have you been married? Two years. No, oh, for very four. good. Mm-hmm. Has, how, how is that with this whole traveling? And does she come with you, or is it? No, she didn't come. With you. <laughs> she, she's going through the physician assistant school. Oh, fantastic. And she's in rotations, so it's pretty uh, stressful if you know what that's like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough year for us. Really? Yeah, we Just don't see the, each other. Oh, darn it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, as it continues to take off and keeps growing, maybe you guys can. I don't know. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's probably got her own aspirations. It sounds like. Of course. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Very cool. Uh, so, so uh, your previous job, you worked in bio biomedical. Is that what you said? Biotech. Biotech. Yeah. I still have that job. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. You're. That's uh, uh, a lot of brain power. Doing that kind of work is pretty good stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that how you got into the nootropics? How did you get into that? Yeah, I was just gonna like, ask because you were already the nootropics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, you know, just when you're a kid and you're researching things online and you know he's, that supplements. He's, he says that like every kid's like smart like him and just did shit like that, bro. Bro, well, dude, you, it's okay. Hey, you're, look, special, me, you're, you're special, bro. Let me say something. So you know. <laughs> if you buy like zip zap boom pre workout, you're gonna freaking look at the fucking ingredients, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you All should. right. Well, that's what I do. It's like what that's is what in smart guys do, bro. That's smart guys. You look in the products. And then you start Googling the name of those ingredients and you figure out what is making this work. And then you'll know like, okay, so I buy most of my supplements like that I'm going to take myself from a bulk website like truenutrition.com. I know I want this amino acid. I know I want this amino acid and all that other crap is useless, you know, and that's the way you do it. But I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. Because yeah, that's how I do it. That's yeah. how you do it. That's probably well, your average get, person yeah. goes to like Phil Heath and then like, yes, you know, bro. whatever like colors that's, they use. Believe it or not, that is marketing. S- simple yet great advice. You know, it's such, it's so like, duh. Yeah, like, it I seems, know. It seems duh. Maybe I'm stupid to think that everyone does that. Yeah. Am I? I mean, yeah, it's, it's not that I you're, thought everyone did that. No, no bro. Do that. No, though, they no. don't. I mean, I did a, I did, God, that was a, a video I did a long time ago on Instagram where I turned around the label and just kind of like broke it down to people so they understood like, First of all, do you understand that you're really only getting the first three ingredients? Because the rest of this proprietary blend and shit means you got like a fucking... A pixie dust. Yeah, pixie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like nothing. So this is the bulk of what you're paying for, and you could technically go get that in raw form if that's really what you're trying to get after, and yeah. this is what makes you feel this way. And like, So people just don't do... They don't understand to do that. They, they are cho- they're sold on the sexiness of fitness and the mm-hmm. who's who's you know pushing it. That's, yeah. how, how that's what it we're tastes. trying to... We're trying to change that part of the industry. We think that it's that's what's so toxic about it is it's the people that you were talking about that are at these conventions that are making these people think this way and they got to take their supplement to do all stuff it's all ass backwards 
And so we're we're trying to educate people on, on this that and we all we're all about whole and natural. And if there's if there's something that you can get, this is why Chimera we like so Chimera so much is we were already into synthetic nootropics. We've done things like that, and I was kinda like, eh, if it's synthetic, I'm not as big of a fan, you know. Sal really likes them, but if I can find whole natural foods that have some of the similar effects, I would much rather go that route because I know if it's found in nature, it's going to be probably more than likely okay for my body, right? So we end up uh, finding when we they Chimera came after us, we started doing our homework on them, and that's what made us fall in love with them and the boys' attitude for sure. And it's really cool that uh, he they came after you that early. I didn't realize it was that early when they came after you too. That so they saw they saw that right away or what? Yeah. 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 Now you 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 said you were headed over, or you were you either had gone to, or you headed over to an acrobatics, uh, like event or something. Um, I'm here for Loop Kicks Camp. It's a tricking event. It's a worldwide tricking. Tricking, event. yeah. So what's yep. tricking? Break tricking. It. Okay, the word tricking is derived from kick, flip, twist. Okay. Right? So it's like martial arts fused with gymnastics and other movement practices. So it's kind of like what it looks like to people's like break dancing in the air. Got it. So it's just a lot of fancy, you know, acrobatic aerial acrobatics. Are there competitions? Um, no. So, for example, this is a camp. It's, it's they also have gatherings. They'll sometimes have what they have called battles, but there's no like competitions, no mm. titles, no national events or anything like that where people get together and compete. It's just kind of like you know, people get together to to train together, and sometimes they might have a little fun contest and the prize money be like, you know, $1,000 or something. So you said martial arts. So I feel like there would be a lot of crossover, probably martial artists, gymnasts, and maybe even parkour. Yes. Do you see a lot of that mm. stuff in there? Yeah, it's all fused together. Oh, mm-hmm. fantastic. Have you done any any other... Dis- I know you did martial arts, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming you did uh, presentations with Taekwondo, and I've seen some of those, which they look... I mean, you, you explain tricking. I've seen Taekwondo, uh, you know, competitions where they're doing... Uh, presentations and there i mean some of the aerials that they do is just uh ridiculous have you tried anything else like parkour or any of those types of things you know i i I like that stuff and some of it you know i'd like to try but my plate's kind of full so (laughs) no i don't really i don't do i don't dabble in parkour much because i don't know jumping off a building and doing like a I don't know what even I don't even know what they even call it when, yeah. they, when they hit the ground and roll out of it. It's probably a name for it. It just seems base jumping. Yeah, I don't do that. It seems like it would be harder on my body than the tricks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of technique involved. It has oh, to be. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There has yeah. to be because a guy your size, 240 pounds, you know, jumping in the air like you do landing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, you outweigh me by 50 pounds, and if I, if I did that, I don't have the technique. I feel like I'd break my knee. So I, I want to go back. I keep going back to the business because I love. I like. I'm, imp- I'm impressed with your business mind. Um, I know. <laughs> well, thank you. I don't have any training. In yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, some of the best business people. I, yeah, uh, no, let's let's be real. And I did you I feel like you have to be like one of the biggest faces f- for that. Um, I don't know anybody else who really does that. And I, I think you've gotten a lot of uh, attention and fame in the last year. Um, did you see that? Did you know that? Do you know that you're you're kind of like the face of that? Are you trying to be the or face of uh, like tricking, tricking and stuff? Or, oh, um, we'll see. Yeah, like you're the, to me, you're the biggest. I I know it's been around, and I've seen like videos, but I don't know that. any one person. Yeah, I don't know like a person who like represents. And I think you could totally be that guy if you're not already. Uh, do you see that, or do you feel that? Like, well, see, tricking is such a small group. If you actually uh, search on Facebook, tricking, and look for the tricking group, it's only like twenty to thirty thousand, twenty to thirty thousand members in the tricking group on Facebook. Now, right. what if you looked at baseball on, yeah, yeah, on 20 Facebook? million. Yeah, it'd be like, okay, well, that's how small that pond is. And that's where I just kind of popped out of nowhere. It seems like, so where'd this guy come from? Mm. It's because I was in the bowels of the internet on these small tricking communities 
uh, old forums before, you know, social media, Facebook, all that stuff. I, I was, I'm really old school in their community. So a lot of them, they call me a legend in that community because I was the one that created the inter- the community that got them all together before Facebook and got stuff. 10,000 members on a forum organizing these things before Facebook. And so now I have a lot of clout and respect for them because I got a lot of them into it. I was some of the first tutorials I wrote online were like, hey, this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So being the coming back to the being the face of it, what I'm really doing is I've gotten out of that small pond and jumped into fit in more of the fitness pond because it's much bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of bringing more attention to the sport. Yes. Mm. So it's not like be the face of it, but like getting out of it is going to be more. Is, now we yeah. saw you at Does the sun right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm interested too on if there's any smart companies that see that, if there's anybody that sees that yet or sees your vision or what what's going on, because I do. And I mm-hmm. think it, it's, it would be smart with anybody else that's trying to build something or create something for that industry because it is kind of a small pond, but I think you're introducing a lot more people to it that are probably becoming very attracted to it. I mean, I was drawn to your page instantly, right? So, and that's totally not my world. So I know <laughs> that if if that's not my world and it, it's got my attention and I'm paying attention to it, there's got to be tens of thousands of people or possibly millions that would too. So. Well, I've noticed too, like uh, American Ninja Warrior became like like real popular and that was something that was like kind of outside of the norm with with fitness you're starting to see kind of gyms pop up now that are teaching more uh, rock climbing and uh, techniques to get you better at uh, going through these courses and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so do you see something happening like as far as like tricking is concerned as far as competitions or something like that like you know what i think needs to be done and this is kind of coming back to the business thing one of my visions actually is i do want to open up my own gym a big one mm-hmm. and i think it can be kind of branched off and start to grow and more gyms can start to model themselves after this thing i see in my head okay so here's my problem if you look at most of my videos of me tricking they're mostly outside mm-hmm. why the reason is because if i go to one of these gymnastic centers and say hey i want to use it they'll be like no you have to either take our classes or you can come in at 9 30 at night on thursday for an hour yeah well i fucking work <laughs> all right or they'll look at me like i'm a pedophile a 30 year old guy in here wants to work out with children no i want to do moves it's like no you can't you're too old i'm like okay so it's hard to find a because i'm talking about like plyometric floor blocks foam pits things that tools that you need for that. that that's best used for that yeah that you need for that and it's so hard to find a facility that's just open just come in and like okay mm-hmm. so go into gold's gym you work out anytime you want right. you know 24 7 go in there and lift some weights you can't do that with acrobatic stuff it's so it's kind of like excluded crossfit is sort of similar so you have these crossfit boxes that are really like closed off their little community bubbles. If you want to go in there and just work out most of the time, it's like, no, you got to be a member. No, you got to take your mm-hmm. classes. And if you do, and then maybe you can come in, you know, some all times. So my vision is this, you take a gym and it's like three sections. You have plyometric flooring, all the gymnastic stuff right next to a bunch of squat racks, right next to a bunch of dumbbells, machines, you know, bodybuilding stuff right next to just fuse it all together you'll have guys tumbling over here and then they'll be like hey maybe i should lift some weight so my knees might not explode before i get to you know 32 years old you know because that shit's healthy for your joints you know and maybe the guys lifting weights will be like maybe i should probably stretch and move my body like these guys over here so i don't feel like i you know Mm -hmm. someone tosses a soup can at me i'm gonna pull a muscle trying to catch it you know what i mean you need to put them together you need to make it accessible and then you get a grass field on the other end of that yes (laughs) 
Uh, see, I, I actually you. I actually see the future of fitness going in that direction because you're, yeah. you're starting to see it now. You're starting to see the growth of uh, the fitness industry uh, when we were running gyms um, was exploding with the big box gyms. So, you know, uh, I, I managed clubs for 24-hour fitness and those were the big – that's where all the growth was happening. Now you're starting to see a lot of the growth happen in these small – um, these smaller, more specialized, specialized type facilities, Pilates studios, yoga studios, CrossFits, uh, you know, where people come in and it's a little smaller, a little bit different than just your typical gym. The future, I think, is going to be facilities like what you're talking about, where they have uh, multiple disciplines, where people go in and, and, and can learn different things and train their body in different ways. The closest I can think of that gets to that, that doesn't have that element, but the closest I can think is UFC gyms. I don't know if you've been into a UFC gym before. I've been in one, but it was just a mat. Yeah, no, they <laughs> yeah. might have, they might have taken it. So if you go to the UFC gyms where they build them themselves and they actually can put everything they want, there's mm-hmm. one up at Sunnyvale over here. Um, you'll see, you know, jujitsu mats, boxing. You know, uh, they have bags, they have tires you can flip, sledgehammers, powerlifting platforms, bodybuilding machines, cardio. And so I see, you know, that they're kind of trying to do that. But I think what you're saying. Uh, well, be, I think that's more geared towards the MMA, MMA than it is. It like, is, but my point is, on multiple you, disciplines. You know what I mean? With yeah, like, uh, yeah. But I think there's a, there's a there is a big need the gymnastic more that way. Like a, even like a floor that would be you know a little bounce to it, having the foam pit. Like you just don't see anything like that because if you're tra- especially if you if you're really talking about tricking and stuff. If you're pushing boundaries that you've never attempted before, you you probably don't want to land on some dirt outside. Which is, I'm assuming that you you have to kind of go through that, or what is that? How that works, or or do you solely wait for that time you get to get into a gym? That okay, I'm going to try this crazy fucking move now. How, how does that work? Well, most of the time, I was, uh, I guess I was a pussy. <laughs> I waited for the time to get in the gym. <laughs> now, I mean, the best I did outside was I found sand pits near old tracks you know what i mean and i would use some of those i used to use a lot of the like the sand pits you know to jump into mm-hmm. and learn moves because that's the best i could do a lot of times because otherwise it was like saturday at 10 in the morning that's all you got you know can i come any other time no yeah shit you know <laughs> yeah. Damn, that'd be frustrating it, it is especially it, when it's your craft oh right dude there. and i'm from alabama fucking hot outside you have no idea how hot it's outside it is out there oh you man. got that humidity oh dude hell no it just it's just rapes you it's terrible <laughs> it's awful they got big ass insects huh uh no they're all melted because oh, of the heat <laughs> <laughs> no it's not many bugs they're all it's too hot they're for all them dead. yeah <laughs> Uh, right. so, uh, injuries. Any injuries doing this? Do you have any? Oh, work? yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> it, You get good at working around them. So mm. so I do so many different things. It's like if I freaking roll my ankle, it's okay, I can lift, I can do upper body day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. if Or since I do such a wide variety of moves, I roll my ankle, well, I can still do this move and this mm-hmm. move and this move. So injuries are uh, a twofold process of always finding what you could still do to the maximum around it. And being proactive to kind of start building it back up slowly. So it's like, you know, I'm not just going to like be lazy and not use it again. I'm going to start jump roping if I roll my ankle or, you know, getting it moving again and then slowly getting back into, you know, so that's how mm-hmm. you manage those. How is the fitness community um, in Alabama? Because, I mean, you're in California now, right? California's known as the mecca of it. But fitness is so big now, I would assume it's not that much different. Or is it? Mm, over there? Yeah. Uh, sh- I don't know how what it is really like, to be honest. Because you don't go into gyms over there, right? Uh, I have one gym in okay. one of the towns I work in, and then the town I live in, I've went to five or six different gyms, and honestly, I didn't like any of them. I had a membership for one of them for half a year. I was like, I don't want to go to this place anymore. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the vibe. Unfortunately, I'm really, how do I say, sensitive to the vibe of the place, mm-hmm. and if I just don't feel it, I just don't care. You know, I mm-hmm. got to feel like, I, I can't really pinpoint exactly what makes it 
you know, there's so many factors. It's kind of like a relationship with someone. <laughs> you, you can't sit there and list all the things why you love this woman or whatever. It's just like you just feel it or you don't, you know? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I feel like you can. I can there's certain, we've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been going, gym I, is my nah, bitch. I just, I, I totally relate to that. And I've actually thought about it. Like a gym has to, like one of the things I love about my gym, right? It's, it's clean. They, the the mem and it's clean not because the the place there works really hard to keep it clean because you can find like a spa type place that's super clean it's a total you know it's a golds so it's got the platforms I can deadlift I can squat there's a lot of motivated people there they all take care of the gym everyone re racks their own weights and stuff they wipe the machines off they're all sweaty people are friendly yeah people are yeah. friendly like no one's uh, you know eyeballing each other on stuff like that if they are they're coming over and introducing themselves and talking and saying hey why are you doing that it's it's got a very uh, comfortable yet serious uh, lifting feel to it, and that that shit matters to me. Like, <laughs> and, yeah. and I'll I'll get a membership somewhere, and if I don't feel it, fuck it, I'm out of there. Or what I'm the worst at, which my girl gives me a hard time, is I keep the membership and I'm still paying for it, but I'm not going. And she'll be like, "Hey, we're paying for this damn membership that you <laughs> you go once every two months, maybe. Why are we doing that? Like, pay the day fee." And I'm like, "All right, all right, all right. Well, I thought I would use it more because of the jacuzzi, but I just fucking hate every time I come. You know what I'm saying? So I'm finicky like that. I I, yeah. I I owned a personal training studio for about 14 years, and I for me, I say I got spoiled. Adam thinks I I, I wasn't spoiled because I only had a cage. And I had uh, some cables and dumbbells and that's and benches. That's it. I had no other equipment because it's a studio. It's a small studio. Mm -hmm. But I love working out in my own place. Small place. I can turn the lights off or down, blast my music, do my thing. Well, you have your garage or something set up, right? Is that? Uh, yeah. That's what I was. That's yeah. what I was heading towards. So. <laughs> you watch some of my videos. Like that damn dude has a rogue squat rack in his living yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually in my dining room. How many people <laughs> dining use a dining? Room? How many people use the dining room anymore? No one uses a dining room. They eat in the, they eat in the kitchen. They eat on the go. So that really, watching Netflix, right now. You know? So that really yeah. stays there. Is that really there? Hell yeah! It's oh, there. that's fucking great. Yeah, I got a rogue monster rack in my dining room. <laughs> and your wife is on board with this? Oh, she loves it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Does she train a lot too? She. She, she, if she has the energy after her rotations, <laughs> she's so dead, dead. She will train every day if she, if she has the time. Uh, now, awesome. she, if you just put her on vacation for two weeks, she would train every day. Wow. She well, likes it. Like me, you, uh, I notice you don't post. I don't post. Uh, I keep Katrina off, so she's not on social media whatsoever. Is, mm -hmm. is your wife like that? Is she not on social? Do you keep? Do you she tells me no. Okay. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't want to be seen. That's, that's, she mm -hmm. doesn't mind filming. So, for example, we're talking about the licensing company. Uh, that licensed some of my viral videos. I had this little thing with them. Uh, I was working with a new person in the group, and some of the videos are actually licensed to her because she films a lot of my stuff. So I was like, look, I, it was my camera, and I told her what to do. I just had her hold the camera. No, it's her video. Okay, fine. Well, she's getting money in the mail from these people. She'll get a check made up to her for like $1,000. Because she was holding the camera. She was, I'm like, you see that check? Yeah, that's all. You see me. that check on the table? Yeah. That means you get to go film me wearing a horse mask today outside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't complain about this. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's yeah. great. Well, you know, people give me a hard time for it a lot, and uh, I think more people that I see that actually treat their social media as a business, it's to, to me, it's more obvious. Like I'm not trying to, I give you a little bit of my personal life, but not very much. I mean, to me, that's, it's, there are things I like to do. It's fitness related. It's whatever. But you know, when it comes to my family and you know, my girl and things like that, like it's, I'm not trying to put all that out there. And yeah, well, let me tell you something real quick. Let me, um, I notice a lot of guys who are kind of in the business of it and they have sponsors and trying to grow it. Well, post a lot about their wife or their girlfriend or their relationship. They'll always write these big, long descriptions about how thankful they are. And, you know, if you think about it, you pull yourself back for a moment. It's like, all that is, is just bragging. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't need to be here like telling you how great my relationship is with my wife and how happy I am and everything. I just don't need to do that. You know? So I, it was, uh, it was over the holidays, Christmas. There was, a, there was actually one, I posted a picture of Katrina and I, it's the only picture I think of her and I in yeah. over a year, right under it. The caption says, insert caption <laughs> that tells you how much better our love is than everybody oh, else's. Oh, shit. So you did that? Yes. Oh, see, I'll, that's I'll, exactly, yeah. I'll tag that's you. That's what up. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that's what I'm exactly about, how I feel. Like, everybody is all, yeah. it's this pissing contest on whose love is deeper. And yeah. How, uh, how I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. And they write these long old things. And so, <laughs> literally, it's a picture of her and I. And it just, it says in parentheses, you know, caption, uh, our relationship is better than yours. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know I'm. I'm, I'm with <laughs> two you. High fives yeah. Today. Yeah, it's I, two high fives. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. You know, I knew. I knew when you were doing all this. It, you, I knew you had that that vision, uh, business wise. Now, do you see yourself? Uh, you know, stepping away from the other career. I mean, and and doing this even more full time than I, I know it's full time already because I know exactly. We all August first, we all go 100 percent live mind pump. So we all have other jobs that we've been doing for a long time, and now we've. All decided to to leave and and dedicate. Do this 100. Yeah, 100. All right. So let me ask you, what? Why now, August 1st, and not January 1st? Well, these two are pussies. Pretty much. That's the- <laughs> excuse me. That's true. Yeah. No, I think. Um, so when you look at it, here's a couple things. First of all, you look at your success, and you can always relate it back to how much work you're putting in, how much uh, time you can spend doing it, and. You know, having full-time jobs and doing Mind Pump, there's only so much time you can devote uh, to Mind Pump. And we see the growth. We see the potential. And really, I've owned businesses. Uh, you know, I was an entrepreneur at, you know, I think the first business I ever owned, I was 22. And um, I've only ever really fully succeeded when I've dived in headfirst. And it's it's hard for me, and these guys can agree, it's very difficult to have your foot in, in two different places because you can't fully 100% dedicate yourself. Now, I, I also have kids. And so I don't have the uh, the ability to be able to just work because I would uh, work 24 hours a day. It's, it, it wouldn't bother me at all. Um, but I also have want to be able to dedicate time to my kids and be a part of their lives. And um, the only way to do that would be to stop my day job, devote you know the, my most of my time to mind pump, and then have the time available for my kids. And I know we know that doing that is going to propel it so much faster because mm-hmm. the growth that we've had so far has really been us part time. Well, plus so we, like, like, well, we like the pressure of it, you know. We like the pressure of, of having to be able to like make this like one income to where we're like, okay, we, you know, we have to like devote all our energy into this in order to really like you know pay for my mortgage and everything else. That, that, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's pressing. Like we really got to do this. Yeah, your so, back is up yeah, against, the against the wall. Yeah, you got to make it happen. And so um, sometimes when uh, I know myself, that's I perform better that way. Well, I Usually. wanted the. I've been pushing these guys for a while now. And the reason I wanted, we're now at a point where you said you were, where, you know, the, the mind pump has now exceeded what your other job is. And I knew at that point, like, I wanted to leave before that because I wanted the pressure. I wanted, I know uh, people like us when, when you back us into a corner like that, that's when our character comes out. That's when the best of us comes out. And I didn't want us to transition uh, comfortably. I didn't wanted it to be uncomfortable. And so I had been pushing for it early because i wanted to see that all come out of us where now i there and it's still not going to be comfortable but it's still it's not as hard as i would have liked it to have been i would have liked us to struggle 
because I think that's important. I think it's important. Spoken to, like a true entrepreneur. I, I think so the it, transition's been easy for you. It's it's yeah, it's been easier than I, I think it needs to be. I think there's been because now August first is when we officially go all the way over. I think January we should have been. We should have been January and January we would have been a little stressed out at the beginning, but I think that also would have, have forced us to move in together into one a small apartment. Bunk bed style. Do you ever yeah. think you that the January to August at eight months or so? Do you ever think like, wow, if we had done it January first, we would have been, we Wait, would have gotten dot. This, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. See, I'm thinking about these things. I'm not perfect, you know. Yeah. So this is still something that's like, well, that's a flaw. I mean, well, I'm working yeah. on it, you know. It's yeah. scary. People don't yeah, realize it it's, it's very scary, yeah. especially. And I bet you know, but a lot of this is virtual. And I'm sure you've, if you sound, you're very analytical. I'm very analytical, so. I pay attention every time I do a certain post a certain way or we say something on the radio show. What does that do to trends and, and units and everything? And I'm watching and, you know, it's it's very volatile. You know, it's you well, there's also that fear. Like, what if this just ends? You know what I mean? What if it's just a, a flash in the pan? What if it's just exciting now and five years from now? It's nothing. Yeah. And then I, I left my career. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's scary. But um, I think if you look at all this, all the successes in history and business, they were, they, people had to take those risks. You just really? got to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I, and I think there's something to be said about doing it when you're uncomfortable versus when you are. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I can't speak for you. I don't know your, your history of, of business and entrepreneurship, but I know for myself, anytime I've ever been doing a business, the best of me has always come out when I, when I am like scared, when I'm worried, like, Oh God, how am I going to pay, you know, for my rent and my bills next month? And what am I going to do? Like, I've never not been able to do it, you know, but in that moment that when I have that, the best of me has always came out. Do you ever not think sometimes that maybe um, you're setting yourself up to get yourself in a situation where you put that pressure on that you might make a bad decision because you get desperate, though? Like, because I see a lot of people selling out because, you know, they quit their job and they too early they have like you know 2000 followers they quit their job <laughs> and they you know they sponsored by you know some supplement company you never heard of they're like i'm making it big and then it's like well now they're like a whore you know this company yeah but someone is. like you, you know, he, someone he, like, he makes a good point no though. he makes an excellent point yeah, someone like point. you someone like us though don't do that like you don't like you wouldn't be dumb enough to even think you you do just if you're the type well, of person who turns if risk. you're the type of person who turns a label around and googles everything yeah. and finds it you're also the type of person that before you make that decision you've kind of thought it out. The one thing that you got to be careful with minds like ours is paralysis by analysis. That's not you're not you when you deal with someone like you. I'm not worried like are you going to succeed or not. It's just a matter of you are you going to drag your feet on it long enough because <laughs> I know you did yeah. your homework. I know you're a smart guy. It's that. You just you're not quite wanting to do it quite yet because why take that risk if I don't have to? That's like these two gentlemen and I've been telling and I've been pushing and pushing because I'm like I know you and I know you fucking know you and I know you know that if tomorrow we had nothing lined up and we weren't going to make any fucking money, I know we would. We'd find a fucking way. Well, the big the big difference. And if you did, if yeah. you jumped in with that twenty percent commission on a sponsorship note because we all know those kids don't make fucking any money. Yeah. And if you have two thousand followers, the guy makes you know seventy you know seventy five dollars at the end of the month is what that guy fucking makes so if you set yourself up in that position you've already got plan b in line of what you know worst case scenario okay if that's not working out i know i can start training clients privately doing this and i've already been offered coaching this and i could do this so i we have i have all these uh, we all have 
opportunity or possibility things that could happen if that all tanked and happened, but you won't allow it. Yeah. It's just well, there's a couple things. There's nature. a couple things that, you know uh, taking into well, account. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, you. I mean, you're there. You're obviously already there. You know what I mean. So this mm-hmm. is up at, at this point. It's up. It's just up to you when you're when you decide you're ready. But you're already there. And what'll end up happening when you go devote 100 percent uh, is the growth is going to accelerate. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's going to compound. It's going to accelerate faster than it already is accelerating. It's already accelerating yeah. very rapidly. I think. Uh, you were at two hundred something thousand followers, like yeah, after the show months ago. After the show, and you now you're at half a, a million. Pretty, pretty big spike, huh? Uh, what after AGT? What was no, no, actually, no, 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 just not a, really. What 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 happened in the last? Uh, you you jumped quite a bit in the a last pool month. video. What? <laughs> a pool video. Oh, really? Is that the one where you were doing the, the weights under the water or yeah. whatever? I got like 100,000 followers in like five days. Wow, that was that went wow. Yeah, that one. Re- yeah, I can remember go- going into a grocery store. I was like. Okay, wait a minute. What, what's going on? I come out of the grocery store. I gained four thousand followers like in the time it took me to buy my groceries. I mean, what the fuck is that? Son of a <laughs> so, bitch! I was, I was like trying I need to do crazy. a pool video. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, lift weights underwater, you know, with, with funny music. Yeah. I could deadlift twice as much underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. See, that's the thing, though. What, what you said, what you just said there. I want, I want to, I want to make a mention of something. When I did the chair split, there's some other CrossFitters who were trying to compete with me, like add a little bit more weight. Now they're cheating. They didn't know what they're doing. They weren't doing chairs. They had blocks all the way up to their thighs it's not the same thing no okay but they're doing it and they're like oh you know do more weight but no one cared you know why because i was screaming my head off like a crazy man <laughs> yeah. people want to see someone go bananas they want they want to feel like hey you know this energy you know this person mm. is a human being they're not just like this very sterile post where it's like about numbers and stuff they want to see something there it's like i getting to know the person mm-hmm. you know what do you now looking ahead future wise wh- what are your goals for you know uh, this side of the business for you do you have dreams and aspirations you talked oh, yeah, about man. a gym yeah, yeah. What, what are some of your goals well I'll continue to use the social media in a way to grow it so i can reach more people continue to entertain and then teach them and get them to get this kind of feel that's like it's okay you know you mm-hmm. can learn a backflip in a month you know if you can jump up you know reasonable you know heights you know don't don't build it up into something bigger than it needs to be you know just have some fun with it and um of course i'm writing ebooks so i think uh at least the flexibility one to start with is going to completely change the way people look at that type of training um change maybe change gym culture if, when i get this gym thing going mm-hmm. maybe other gyms will be like hey that model's really cool you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's just you know, getting more out one thing at a time. Maybe a fanny pack line. You know what's funny about that? Yes, I got them coming. No, way. no, you yeah. don't. I was like, I was gonna be like, dude, no, 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 you're no, bringing no. it back, bro. I am. Check I'm gonna it bring out. it back. One, fanny, one fanny. man force. I. They are in the works. They were oh, in the works. See, I yeah. called it. You want to know? You, what's, did. you want to know what's funny? That's fucking brilliant yeah. uh, because fanny packs were huge for a second. Yeah, it was the thing, bro. Forever, they were bro. huge. And for a we second. all know everything gets recycled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everything will eventually come out. So to be the the, the first guy to do it, so, and you're the good guy to do it. That's a good call, bro. That think, is a that is a money. Call. Already, they're already coming. They're already coming. I can see that first yeah. fitness pack for the fitness industry. You don't need to wear LL Bean anymore. Oh shit! We should we should work with him and put maybe no 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 absolutely. You know we've never really done this but i think it's kind of neat because you're uh where your fitness mind is business-wise stuff you have questions for us i mean um i you know you've gotten to know a little bit of us uh i know you read up on us but is there anything you want to ask the, the, these knuckleheads and maybe it maybe turn the, the mics around here a little bit well how'd you start with a podcast how'd you get started with that so uh we were in the fitness we've all been in the fitness industry for a very very long time and actually it was uh adam believe i believe reached out to me and we knew each other through um 
through people in common. Mm-hmm. And we got on the phone. We started talking. Um, I had talked about wanting to do a podcast uh, previously with uh, with Doug, who's the producer, mm-hmm. um, because we had worked together on developing you know, uh, the first MAPS program that we had developed. And I like to talk. Uh, I have a lot to say. I got a big mouth. And I got on the phone with Adam, and immediately I recognized those same qualities. Big mouth, loves yeah. to talk, the has guy. a lot to say. And so we're like, dude, let's get on the mic. Let's, let's, let's do a podcast. And it just sounded like a great idea. Uh, you know, we originally our podcast included another member, and uh, we all met. We all sat down together in Adam's living room. And um, it just happened. It's you interesting. Know, you know who Craig Caperso is? Do you know who Craig Caperso is? Bodybuilding.com. He actually looks like you. He's a, he's a bodybuilder guy. You guys he looks have, like Thor, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's pretty big. He's, he's, he was the face of Cellucor for the last five years. He's been all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. was on cover of Iron Man. Like, you probably. So he's oh, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. So yeah. he was he was originally, uh, you know, part of the show. And we just sat down. We started talking. And it was, uh, it was chemistry. And really, the amount of prep that goes into. Each show, what we do is almost zero. We literally sit down, like we just did with you. We sat down and we just we just go, and um, it just comes out. So it's really hard to say what made us, you know, think podcast. We just knew we. Oh, here it is. We just I, tried it and we went for well, it. Well, there's, there's there's the analytical side of me that wanted it. I mean, I I knew that where yeah. podcasting was going. I knew that we're. If you look at like your TV now, like everything's mm-hmm. digital and streaming. Like we're getting away from this. There's no more broadcast. It's yeah, all, we're, we're it's getting all, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's not gonna. We're not gonna have TV soon. Soon, everything like the way Netflix. Netflix is on where Netflix yeah, is ahead of the that's game, the right? Standard. Yeah, they're the standard of how television is. Podcasting to me, like, is is the future of radio. Like, they're why why wait for your song to come around when you can digitally stream it to you right away? Why wait for your favorite radio host to come on at eight o'clock and just listen to them or, or have to when record? You can it. listen to them whenever you, you want. Stream them whenever yeah. you want instantaneously. So streaming uh, video, streaming radio, streaming everything digitally uh, instantaneously is the future. It's going to be in cars soon. All your cars will look like the Tesla cars, where it looks like an iPod inside the fucking car. You know, so you'll have your <laughs> podcasting button, your iTunes button, directly everything. If whatever your Pandora, you'll have it all. Most of them, some of them are already converted that way. So well, also, I mean, yeah, if you we read up a lot on the mm-hmm. analytics as far as you know the trends with podcasts and like how it's becoming the new, which was the old it's an old media source but it's it's something that's been trending a lot new because people are getting a lot of you know solid information from everybody else's podcast they're just putting it out there for free and people love free shit so. well let's let's also look at this uh who would have aired any who would have aired us i mean a lot of our episodes are very controversial uh, you know this is extremely like right now talking to you we're being very we're like at level one million professionalism normally when we are on our show uh, <laughs> on our own we talk about some oh, of the yeah. craziest shit um, and there's no way anybody would have aired us so True. a podcast allows us to do it ourselves put it up put you know explicit on the title mm-hmm. and you know people can we're not censored by anybody there's no i mean that's why too we didn't take any relationships we didn't want someone trying to direct, like the change our message like we we have a message we have a, a vision we have something that we want to get out there and we knew that that podcasting was the perfect medium for that and it's uh it's been fun we knew we knew that uh we had never done it but we all have the same uh kind of work ethic where we take pride in hey we're shitty at this we're gonna get yeah, good we'll get gonna, better at it yeah we'll get better yeah. we'll we'll listen to others we'll do our research and you know you can definitely hear a huge difference between you know our first you know oh god you know first yeah. couple <laughs> months of doing it out of doug's living room to you know yeah. finally getting into the studio and now you know 300 something episodes later it's become very comfortable and you know is that what this is for 
That's yeah. like to help with the sound. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. This whole room is covered in... And it's it, like styrofoam, funny, yeah. funny tiles, thinned foam. Yeah. It makes foam it a huge, huge. When we first, when we first met, it is thinned foam. That's yeah. the best description I can think of. Yeah. It, when we first met Doug, um, I was like, you know, okay, so we need this guy to produce all our stuff, and I get, I get that because I can't do any of that fucking shit. And he was like so anal about yeah. the mics. We, we didn't know. even really get it. Yeah, but, but and I was like, dude, relax. Like we're yeah. we're on professional mics. Like most people are doing this on their fucking computer, like with a little like, yeah. or on their their phone, just like talking into it. But yeah. I didn't realize how much that matters. Like some of the best feedback we've gotten from listeners is, I feel like I'm in the room with you guys. I feel like I'm a part of the conversation, and that's the sound quality. It's because mm-hmm. Doug's so on it with the sound, and that makes a big difference business wise. And I've known it, and now I know because. I'll listen to like a like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Lane Norton's one, and a lot of times he's interviewing somebody. He sounds like he's in a fucking bathroom, and I literally will just stop. <laughs> I'll stop listening because of the echo because it just it don't annoys me. Even though he's got great information, I I'm not sucked in anymore. And so I, so we Doug, aren't you feeling good about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> have you, you you've been on a few other podcasts uh, uh-huh. you yeah. said yeah because mm-hmm. when you walked in you liked our studio even though it's a tiny little studio. Yeah, you know a lot of podcasts are done over Skype, so. Mm. This is the second of the podcast I've done that's where you're in, in the, the studio. studio. The other one was uh, Mark Bell's Super Training. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've had Mark Bell on the show. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, very cool. Hey man, it's been excellent having you on the show. Thank you so much yeah. for asking me different questions. Oh right, it's so refreshing. Yeah, I get. What tired. kind of questions do you get normally? Uh, He's like, I don't want to get into the, that. <laughs> the, well, honestly, the questions I almost always get on podcasts are the same ones that you're going to get when you read my bio on my website. Like, oh. what? How'd you get your name? Um, you know, just the same generic shit, generic stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually getting to talk about like this, this shit. I'm still working on myself, the business stuff of it, and it's just like, yeah, th- this is stuff I do want to talk about. Right. Well, now. this is why I actually. I mean, I don't know why Sal's trying to kick you out already. I mean, I just said I like I, having I, my attention ADHD. People well, only have attention span for so long. Yeah. I, I recognize. <laughs> well, what's cool is we can always split this episode. We've done that before. We do multiple parts when we just end up hitting it off and going on with a guest for a long time. We've done fucking one where we actually rip for like four hours and we just made a four part, yeah four yeah. part series we did that with joe donnelly <laughs> um but I, you i can tell where your your mind is at and we're we're at similar places in our lives and that's why i wanted to give you an opportunity to talk to these guys i uh it, everybody in this room is uh, especially these guys are extremely extremely successful and talented at what they do so um it's not often that you get other minds that are like that that are in the same business that uh, approach it the similar way so i really wanted to give you that opportunity to, to bullshit and talk and sometimes some of the best dialogue comes from that you know and maybe some of the stuff that you're thinking about right now or that you're going through you know fitness wise and, and thinking about moves and you're not sure and the fact that you're a one-man team i'm blessed with three other brilliant yeah. minds i get to bounce my i don't you know how many times like I, we all one of us thinks this is a brilliant idea. The other three guys shit on it and say, "No, it's, you got to think about this." So it's <laughs> it's nice. It. Yeah. It's nice to have other Lots minds like that. So if there's stuff that you want to fucking ask, man, you you ask right now. Let's talk about it. Let's bullshit. I mean, that's what I love about this show is that we keep everything very raw up front. So you know, maybe that's why it's uh for me like it's really important that I get a good feel when I work with someone because you guys are a team. You can deal with it a little bit better if you're having trouble working with a group or something. You can get it. You can push it in the right direction. Whereas me, it's just like. I have to bounce my ideas off the people I'm technically doing business with, you know right. what I mean? So Which I, have, biased, I right? have to be able to write a, a fucking email that has an exclamation mark and a smiley face emoji in it. You know, I have to be able to be that relaxed when I, when I type to these people, because I don't have, you know, a guy next to me be like, this is how we're going to, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like the people I work with, I have to be that comfortable with, you know, they have mm-hmm. to be like you guys, you know, or team, I have to be a team with them. So mm. yeah, I just, uh, 
it's probably challenging a lot to you. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I really enjoy it, though, you know. But, um, yeah, well, okay, so you guys have a podcast like this. Now, why – how do you – one of the things I have trouble with is what, so, what, what social media avenue or what, you know, you got podcasts, you got YouTube, you got Facebook, right. you got Instagram, you got blogs, you got, you got all these different ways to reach people. Why did you choose a podcast and not, like – blow up your blog or something or something. Mm -hmm. So it well, allows, it allows you to get to know us. It yeah. allowed this connection. Like right now, someone's been listening to us for over an hour mm -hmm. and they're engaged. Still. There's a trust factor. To it's it. so, it's so it's it, out of all the mediums you just mentioned. It's the most powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the other ones because might get, you're on They're They're, they're tuning in let's, well, let's between that and video. I feel well, video is powerful, but how long is the average YouTube video? Right. Still short. Very, that's, very that's short. That's what I mean. It's true. When, from a, from monetizing, it's the most powerful because all those other ones, they're sh it's shorter. It's about quick attention, you know, getting, yeah. you know, getting them like, uh, and and that doesn't. And when you're trying to sell something, especially when you're trying to sell, like our programs aren't cheap. You know, all of our programs are a hundred dollars plus. So it's not like we're we're pushing some supplement for nine ninety nine or something. Well, you know. I feel I feel too like people are listening to us, but we're also building a relationship with them, not only by giving them information, but now we're using those other venues to communicate with them. So mm -hmm. it's like they're listening to us have conversations about what we feel are important topics in you know the fitness uh, avenues. But now we can talk to them one on one, sort of through Instagram or through Facebook, or you know we're, we we really are you know we need to develop our our YouTube presence and all these kinds of things. That's why we need to go. Doesn't that ever bug you? It's like uh, it oh, we need me, we yeah. needed to oh I need to work. Yeah, on I got to do this one. Then you feel I guilty for not you know yes. uploading a YouTube video for three weeks. One hundred percent. Yeah, God, it bugs me. Man. Well, I mean the the downside is that you don't have the viral effect that you can get with a video or a picture, right? So mm -hmm. if I a YouTube video, a successful YouTube video has got a million you know hits in one one you know one video. A successful podcast episode, uh, podcast episode, excuse me, uh, depending on the category it's in, might have. 10, 20, 50,000 downloads. So it's not nearly as much of that viral effect, but the uh, the connection and the impact is much stronger. Plus, you got to look at your strengths. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're pretty fit guys. We look all right, but we're not going to compete with like the most muscular, good-looking, you know, models on Instagram. So I'm not going to go that route. Um, you know, videos. You know, we can make video. We don't know yet. We haven't really gone the YouTube route yet. That's going to be a focus of ours coming up next. But we like to talk. We have good conversation. It just seemed like podcasting would be the you know the best the best road for us. I like that. And, yeah, and we picked up you know. So uh, there's some people that are better on print and, and better in writing. Mm -hmm. That's the direction they should go. But it's cool because there's so many different. Well, you avenues. have that ability too, though. Have you been on his Instagram yet? If you get a chance, you can get on Sal's Instagram. That's kind of how we all have built. Um, we've every all of our social media is an extension of this. So if you look at mine and you kind of look at the stuff and how I talk or the shit that I post, it's real. It's my personality. It's it's my personality on the show, and you'll see I'm kind of an asshole. I kind of like prod things and like very direct. So a lot of the, my personality comes out in my Instagram. Justin, you'll see his same thing. Sal, he's got this. You know, he's got the photographic memory. He writes. He's got the silver tongue. Like he'll do these long, long posts that like I fall asleep halfway through them. But they're That's fucking. Nice. They're powerful. <laughs> Dude. They're powerful. I'm kidding. <laughs> They're powerful because it's really, Smart really good, like solid information that he breaks down very simple. But we get into some deep shit that most people don't talk about. And 
especially when you talk about all the fitness icons, because most of the fitness icons, I'm sorry, man, most of them are stupid. Most of them are not. Plus, we get into controversy. I mean, controversy is is one of our biggest things. We want to drive that home because it, I feel like uh, you know it needs to it needs to come out. Like if there's something that you see is wrong or that people haven't thought of in a different way, we need to bring light to that. So mm-hmm. that that's been a lot of what this show's done. You know, initially, where's your biggest uh, reach? Is it Instagram? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then, and then from there, so that you just did you just have an Instagram page at first, and then you went from there? No, I had everything else. Instagram's all the same time. Oh wow! Instagram was an easy format for me to adopt. So, for example, my YouTube only has like thirty thousand subscribers. Okay, I'm feeling like maybe that should be a different. um, I should use that for something different, like Q and A's or educational posts or longer compilations. But that's never going to really grow me a subscriber base like a viral video can on Instagram. So I'm kind of torn. Be like, should I be doing the same thing I do on Instagram as YouTube or something? Use it for something different? I don't know. Well, here's a gym. I'm trying to figure that. out. I think a big mistake people do is they take uh, they try to do the same thing on all of the social media platforms. So. I'll post a video on Instagram and I'll post that same video on YouTube and then I'll post the same video on Facebook. Um, I think uh, one of the best strategies is to compliment. So like you said, you have your Instagram and then your YouTube may be better used for, because now videos can be a little longer, right? Yeah. So maybe connect more with your people and, and do a little bit, you know, different, oh, I different think side. That's a, a brilliant idea. Because yeah. having listening to you on the show right now, this is a completely different side than I was exposed to. Right. Uh, from you because yeah. your Instagram is very. And different. I think people right? need to see that. Actually, yeah. absolutely. Yes. I think I think they need to see that, and I think YouTube is a beautiful channel for that. It, it, podcasts or or YouTubing for that absolutely would be both of them would be great. I mean, if you don't know already, 2017 they predict that YouTube will now become the number one search engine. It'll surpass Google. What? Yes. Yeah. Holy crap. So that just just so if doesn't have, Google own YouTube? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they don't care. But yeah, of, yeah, course they, of course it is, and that's why it'll definitely happen, right? Because it's it only it's only better for them. But think of that uh, from a business standpoint: that people now in the future, when they want any sort of information related to fitness, before they Google now, they're going to YouTube. Yeah. So think that way. They're like lazy, and they want to watch a video. I want to have a video or something connected to almost any topic that I address, or I think people should come through me for mm-hmm. uh so that's kind of that's going to be our number one focus come august august 1st august 1st is to build our library our youtube library to where when you are looking to google which where you would google in the past you'll now mm-hmm. youtube that we have an answer for basically everything it's nice yeah it's so nice i think it. that's a i think that's a brilliant uh idea is to dabble into the youtube and and start building that out. And I think a Q and a would be all, I think it's neat. I think, uh, I'm glad you came on the show and I'm glad we're going to be able to introduce you to, uh, and let your fans listen to you and actually hear the, yeah, they're the hear man, different sides. Yeah. The cool. man behind it. And a lot of people just think, and that's too, like a lot of other people, they actually watch you probably a majority of the people that watch you and are all fascinated by everything that you do, but not probably not a lot of minds look at the business side. And I always like to, to, to address that and show that because I know the guy behind it is smart enough to know what he's doing. And I think, think i like to let other people that want to be entrepreneurs and see what we're doing because then they just start mimicking the moves or the things you're doing and they think that's it you know it's yeah. like well here's i don't think they, they i don't think they understand the amount of work that goes into some of the stupid skits i do it's like in mm. order for me to get out the, for example i did one with a wearing a horse mask drinking eggs and then kicking a barbell and like throwing it <laughs> yeah, overhead and, like that. Sling. That awesome. all right <laughs> that took like five hours worth of work oh shit for wow. like a 15 second clip they can't just go do it because it's really hot outside it's out in the middle of nowhere 
you got to be able to get all your stuff out there in this secluded area. You have to have someone willing to fucking film you do this. And you have to, when you see the shot, you have to film it. You have to look at it and be like, that's exactly it. The lighting, the sun was hitting me right. I mean, all this stuff goes into planning, you know, this little stupid clip. They think I'm just crazy. Just go out there. Yeah, I'm crazy. I go out there and do it. But it's a, it's, it takes, there's more that goes into it than just that. I have you know noticed I mean? that on some level, like, especially when you see videos of people where they haven't really considered like all these factors to make it look better. Well, it's kind of like what you're just saying about the podcast. They don't consider the equipment, the, mm-hmm. the, the audio mastery, having thin foam in the room, you know, they don't think about the, all these little details at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to ask. No, no, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm looking forward to the future. The fact that, uh, we didn't really talk, we talked a little bit about Chimera, but I'm sure all of us are going to be hanging out a lot in the future. Absolutely. Have you I been out there? Have you been out there to see them yet? Have you gone out there to the, the Dominican Republic? I want to go. I've met him. I've met him before. I've, we've met him a couple times at expos and hung out and, you know, cool. lots of times, but, uh, not on their turf. It'd be awesome to do like a whole group trip. Yeah, dude. We, we want to be I, I don't. I don't mind. Yeah, trip flying out to the Dominican Republic. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. I know. Right. Like, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Write that down, Doug. Yeah. Per- perfect. Well, it. it was yeah. great having you on, brother. Oh, dude, yeah. thanks so much. Yeah. I really enjoyed this you, one. Man. This is this has been awesome. Thank right you. On, thanks right for on. coming, man. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.